the Hotshot with Kids Podcast Network. Beep, boop, boop, boop. And this is TV Cynics. Today we're talking about Head of the Class. Yes. And you you broke up in the beginning during your intro and you sound like you had a lisp. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Head of the Class was a American sitcom television series from 1986 to 1991 on the ABC network. I used to love Head of the Class. All the characters. You really related to. What's that? You related to the characters. Because you yourself were an advanced student who was no. somehow set aside. At first, I thought you meant that, like I like you're related to the characters, like they're my cousin or something. Yeah, my cousin yeah, was my, on head of, on my, the show. Hey, you know what? My cousin, he was on head of the class. <laughs> you know what? Easily, you could name one of the characters, it's like you know Eric, the uh, the tough kid in the leather jacket, but like the Fonz wannabe, distant cousin. Yeah. Now the weird part about um I don't know, I was gonna wait to mention this, but I'll mention it now because you mentioned Eric. Two guys from this show basically ran or run Nickelodeon for years. Dennis, the well, fat one. Eric brought played by Brian Robbins is an American actor and director, screenwriter who's the current president of Nickelodeon. Man, I didn't know about him. I knew Dennis, the fat one, was a really big there. I didn't know it was the other one too. And then Dan Schneider, who played Dennis. He basically wrote. He had Schneider's Bakery until he got in trouble. He uh, what he, wasn't he doing weird stuff? Yeah, he was like sending, asking young our actresses to send a picture of their feet to him or something. Which I mean, not illegal, creepy, <laughs> but not illegal. I don't know if so you have let's... a daughter and who's like fourteen. You're like, yeah, my boss asked me to send a picture of my feet. Is that cool? Well, again creepy but not illegal just because right. i don't like it doesn't make it illegal right. i don't have that kind of power they made what i like about you for the double b wb wb all that the amanda show drake and josh zoe 101 i carly victoria sam and cat henry danger game shakers the adventures of kid danger for nickelodeon on march 26 2018 nickelodeon announced they had parted ways with schneider you know what if he were smart he would have said hey by the way all actors, male and female, as part of the interview process, along with headshots, need to send foot shots. And that way, it's not its not some weird thing. It's like, that's a little strange. But the guys and the girls, everyone sends in a headshot and a foot shot. Now he has a feet to look at, and, you know, it's not going to be a thing anymore. So on March 26, 2018, they announced that he would not be extending his production deal with Schneider and the Schneider's Bakery. In addition, the network also announced that Schneider's comedy Game Shakers, like I like all these comedies, because those shows are a lot of things, but they're not funny. I know. You have to call it a comedy so people know they're supposed to laugh. There's laughing point. in it, I guess. Oh my God, those laugh tracks are so horrible. I know. Like, they don't even bother thinking, like, no one's laughing at that joke that, like, that wildly, all right? They, um, I just picture, like, a bored guy smoking in the back room, just putting the volume up on his board. Yeah, that button. Anyways, they were now renewed for four seasons. Schneider's remaining Nickelodeon comedy, Henry Danger, will be receiving a fifth So they parted ways because he had a, apparently had like, like a well-documented temper issue for years. 
and his tweet, well, and he was tweeting showing photos of his young actress's feet. So he, he should have kept the pictures private. That is fucking like, 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 hey, check out this fifteen-year-old's feet. It's pretty cool, huh? Like that's what he's tweeting. That's weird because he was getting away with getting pictures of their feet. Like Nickelodeon was okay with that. Maybe, that was well, a known thing. Do you he think? Do you think they posted him? Like they just posted like a swimsuit picture like at the beach and he's like and he like cropped it just to show their feet I don't know or was he asking for feet pictures and they were giving it he also he also created all that that shitty uh, sketch comedy show you know what I you know know what's funny they talked about uh, that show there's a certain age of people who are like really fond of that show like oh my god that was my childhood and we were a little older than that so like it, it was shit to us when it was on a lot of stuff like that. Like you gotta I, be kind of grow up with it. Yeah, like there's like this age. There's like, like a 32 year old person. They're not that distant from us age wise, but, but pop culture wise, there's like tons of shit that they're they're really into. That they're like, what the fuck? Like you know um, what? It, Pokemon. It's the like Power I don't. Ranger, it's a Power Rangers cut off. Yeah, like Pokemon. Like I don't like what the, I don't know anything about that. But there's people. We were, we were a little too old for Power Rangers, but you know, like a few years younger than us, and they were super into it. Yep. Then all that is another one too. Like, I'd watch and go, "What the fuck is this show?" Yeah. It's like a really, really shitty version of Saturday Night Live with kids. Yeah, okay. I remember when Power Rangers came out. I'm watching it. I'm like, first of all, I was like, "This is fucking Voltron. What is this?" Yeah, it's like this is like a really bad live action Voltron. Voltron was awesome. Well, that show was like, so cheap. We we should do Power Rangers, even though we didn't watch it, because I did. did and then you, the one guy was a murderer. Well, there's a couple things that happened to him, but the show was so cheap that they got American actors for the for the speaking parts, but they just used the Japanese action stuff. Yeah. Well, that's save, called saving money, man. Yep. Anyways, back to head of the class. So head yeah. of the class followed the group of gifted students in the individualized honors program at the fictional Millard Fillmore High School in Manhattan and their history teacher, Charlie Moore, played by Howard Hesman, who also played Johnny Fever in the show WKRP in Cincinnati. So when it started, he's this hippie who, for some reason, I don't know why they got him to teach that class. I think it was only like a temporary, it was supposed to be only a temporary thing, like he was like the sub. And this was his, ve- a- this was his vehicle. It was like his show. Because they saw his, they're like, you know, you're popular in WKRP. Let's give him his own show where he's a star. So you had, yeah, it was a a good show. I enjoyed it as a kid. You had all the characters, the cool guy, Eric. Dennis and Arvid were the nerds. You had Simone, who was like the kind of um, poet. She was a redhead. A couple famous episodes I remember were um, the one where I think Robin Givens, or was it uh, Simone? One of them was a babysitter. Simone was the white one. Robin Givens is not white. But which one was a babysitter? Because at some point, Arvid was like, you know, he was in high school, but his parents were real protective, and he still had a babysitter when he was like 16 or 17. So they got one of his classmates as a babysitter, so he pretended he had a brother. Yeah. Meanwhile, the babysitter was for him. I remember that episode, and I also remember that they went to Moscow for some reason. Probably a chess tournament, because they're geniuses, so they all play chess. They never, they never seem like they were all that smart. I know. Yeah. But um, there was also a good episode where they came back from summer break. 
and Dennis wanted to show that he lost a lot of weight. So he put on padded clothing, right? He had like layers on and a couple jackets on to make him look extra fat. And uh, he, I don't know what he did when he walked in, but he just wanted to look really fat for everybody. So fat that they would make comments about how fat he was and how lazy he was. So once um, he kind of like forced their hand into mocking him, he got up and he was like, oh yeah? And he took off all his shit to show that he lost weight. The uh, the one thing I, that I always stood out to me at the time was uh, that Dennis always sat in that corner with his computer. Like at the time, like computers were like this thing. You know, I didn't have a computer when I was yeah, that Yeah, no one had computers at that time. I was like, wow, look at him. And, like he was the only one. Why was he the only one in class with a computer? Well, probably because no one had computers. Those were very expensive items, but he's such a genius. There was to show how smart he is. Like he, listen, he can work a computer. Look at this guy. That's smart. Yeah. Wasn't there a show kind of like the opposite of, um, welcome back Cotter. The dumb class, I like, suppose. Yeah. Cause welcome back Cotter. He came back and he was teaching the dumb class. What were they called? The, the, I, I didn't sweat watch hogs. The sweat hogs. No. So you got the sweat dogs who are a bunch of idiots. And then in this show, you know, you have this guy who's not like, he's not like your traditional teacher and he's teaching a bunch of geniuses. So it's kind of a similar thing. So it premiered on September 16th, 1987. Now I was 10. That's prime TV watching time for me. Oh no. So 1980, now, sorry, 1986. Wait, why? Premiere in 1986. Oh, okay. Still. Um, I mean, we went through the characters. I don't want to jump the gun, but the biggest thing about that show that stands out for me is when the main character of the show, uh, the teacher, left the show, <laughs> and they decided to still keep it going. Yeah. Well, let's start off That's from the, the let's look at that. We'll start from the beginning. The pilot was aired, like I said, September 17, 1986. A high school substitute teacher. You can tell that some of these shows aren't like, they don't have as detailed of plot descriptions. Like some shows like that had a really big following still. Like there's like detailed stuff. Like, and then this episode, this happened. And then this happened. But some of these 80s shows where, like, I don't think anyone's really watching out of the class anymore. Wait, how many years did it go on for? 86 to 91. <clears throat> So I know uh, a critique of the show that was um, voiced during that time was that they're the smart class, they're the geniuses, yet that show went on longer than they would have gone on, like, longer than high school. That's true, 86, so 87, 89. Yeah, they're, they're in high school for six years. Well, yeah. But they're they're the smart class. Meanwhile, they're taking like did they fail a couple years? Well, it makes sense. It can make sense because every year doesn't have to be a like you're only on 24 episodes a year, or whatever it would be, or 20 yeah. you know, around 22 episodes. So that could just be like a month, really. I mean, true. But at the time, back then, a season was a year. A year was a year, and that was it. Anyways, um. Oh, episode two is called Back to the Future. The class imagines life in 20 years, but Eric has trouble imagining his because he's a bad boy. He was a genius bad boy. So 20 years in the future is is 24 years ago. 
Wait, that I know. No, wait, that doesn't make sense. That's not 40 years ago. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, Hold on. 86 to 96 to 2006. Okay. All right. So it would be 16 or, yeah, 14 yeah. years ago. No okay. way. Whatever. I don't know. I'm confused. I know. You're bad with math. I know. Apparently. You're not, uh, not going to be part of the gifted class. Apparently not. Yeah, but so they, at some point, they uh, decided that Richard Pryor's daughter was smart, too, and she was going to join the class. Yeah, Rain Pryor came walking in. I remember her famous quote, at least in our circle, which just means me and you. What was her famous quote? Yeah. That we always took? Yeah. The, like, uh, the criminals. <laughs> that quote you can't remember? I know it was in Washington. Uh, yeah, they were talking about Washington, and she's like, you know, like something to do with politics about you know how crooked people are. No, they're talking about criminals. She's like, oh. you talk about the criminals in there or in Washington? Whatever happened to Rain Pryor? Yeah, I don't know. Did she die too? No, she's alive, as far as I know. Oh. Apparently, they have a lot of. Um, yeah. There's a lot of episodes named after movies because uh, Poltergeist Three is another one. In an episode that was episode number eight. Uh, oh no! Wait, what season is this? Season two, episode number eight. Poltergeist three. Janice, who is now eleven. Oh yeah, she was the uh, the little kid that was in the class. Yeah, and she kept growing, and it got weird because she was like way too old. She like you know she was a little <clears> kid, and then in a few years she's like bigger than some of the other ones. And I think eventually she left before the end of the show. Yeah. She says there's a poltergeist following her, and soon the class begins to believe her. Yeah, a bunch of geniuses believe that there's a ghost following right. around one of their classmates. And there's, I'm sure they're scared of Ouija boards, too. Yeah. Um, another episode. The rest of the IHP is worried when a talk show host, played by Kevin McCarthy, invites Dennis, and they fear that how he'll represent them. Like, they're just, a, they're just a regular high school students, but they get invited on a TV show of some sort. Like, that was always I happening know. in sitcoms. Well, where characters will be like on on um, game shows, or some some crew will want to follow them around. I think that happened in uh, head of the class where someone wants to do a documentary about them. Like in your life, did you know what's did, weird? Did a documentary no one... crew ever come up to you like we want to get you in a show? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. No one ever wanted to do a documentary about me, and they should. I'm interesting. Like an office style documentary, where people just follow me for a year or maybe more. Do you remember this one? Arvid, this is back in season one. Arvid starts to daydream about Lori, placing them successively as characters in Star Trek, The Honeymooners, and Moonlighting as it affects his schoolwork. So this guy's busy, busy daydreaming that he's, uh, he's, uh, what's his name in Moonlighting? What's that guy's name? David Addison. That was a character. Bruce Willis Bruce, was in Moonlighting. He starts dreaming that he's, he's Bruce Willis. Uh, we should do Moonlighting one of these days. I used to enjoy that show. Charlie sets Civil Ar Shepherd, you know. Yeah, I know. Charlie sets Arvid up with a mm -hmm. job at a hot nightclub, which causes Arvid to develop a cocky, image-conscious attitude. Like this is just like typical like sitcom tropes I they know. use. Well, he's the big geek, but now because he's uh the hot shot in a nightclub, he's gonna be you know be all arrogant and rude, and you know he has to learn that lesson. I'm sorry, everybody. And when they learn about the 60s, Dennis holds a sit-in for better cafeteria food after Charlie teaches a lesson on the rebelliousness of the 60s, which, by the way, weren't even that long ago in this, in, when, to these characters. I know. At that point, it's like, I don't know, like your parents were involved 16 in 16 years earlier was the... Like, they were born in the 60s, probably, some of them. 
if they were like 14 to 16 at that point, right? Yeah. So if they were born late 60s, probably some of them. Yeah, so th- th- it's not like they learned about the 60s. I think they were aware of it. Ooh, this was a good one. Arvid sends his, his pen pal, Susan Snyder, Eric's picture. <laughs> so it was like, wow. uh, he was the first, it was the first uh, televised version of catfishing. There you go. And then w- w- let me guess, she came to visit and now Eric has to pretend oh, to be him? Yep, I'm sure. It doesn't say, because like I said, there's only like one sentence for every episode, but I'm sure that's what happened. Yeah. Man, imagine a, what a cake job it was back then to be a TV script writer. Hey, we need one more episode. Hey, how about this? Someone gets amnesia and they have to tell them all about the, you know, all the, they have to look back at all the times they've had. <laughs> and that way it's a really cheap episode because all we do is show clips. Yeah. Or two members, three members of the cast get locked in a, in a cooler and they have to reminisce about past episodes. And there's only one set for that entire episode. The rest is just clips. <laughs> Think of the money we're saving. I don't know how many. There's got to be like every 80 sitcom in one episode where someone gets locked yeah. into something. Locked in the basement, locked in an attic. And always another what? character will be like, hey, what's going on? Whoa, the door's open. Don't close the door. Oh, no. Now Todd's locked in here, too. No, that's when that, because that's the, by the end of the episode when they say, no, it's not. All you do is uh, jiggle the latch like this. Yeah. You didn't know that? Great, we've been reminiscing about old clips for for about 30 minutes now. Yeah, for no reason. All right, episode's over. Let's go. Yep. Oh, did you know that Dan Loria played uh, Eric's father? I don't know who that is. He's the dad from Wonder Years. Oh, yeah? Yeah, listen, I I mean, I don't have all every episode memorized. I have a vague recollection. Maria has difficulty coping with a popular teacher who has Alzheimer's disease. Oh, a little young for that. Boy, I don't know how old the teacher is. Yeah, I'm guessing. Dennis played on the football team. Like, there's these episodes are. I want to go through this. I want to watch the whole series over again because these episodes sound so bad. Oh, I'm sure they were. I mean, like, again, at the time we enjoyed them, but that was, you know, that was then. Definitely, they don't <clears throat> hold up. Season five, episode ten. Maria hides her intelligence from Hunk, played by Brad Pitt. She is dating while Dennis here. tries Brad to win Pitt an essay competition. Yep. Holy shit. I'd love to see Brad Pitt on Head of the Class. <laughs> Man, he imagine you're like a bit player on a series and you become like one of the most famous actors in the world. Like he He's outshines pro- everyone on that show. Nobody from that yeah. show is even famous anymore, really. I know. But meanwhile, there's Brad Pitt. Like I know well, that's Dennis I know the one guy's the president of Nickelodeon, but no one knows who the fuck he is. Yeah. Robin Gibbons is super famous, but not anymore. Howard yeah, Hesman's she, like 85 now. Yeah. But look at, the, um, it's the same thing with, uh, what's his face from uh, Growing Pains? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, that's true. Most famous guy. Same exact thing. He had a little bit part, and then uh, he became megastar. Tom mm-hmm. Hanks. Tom Hanks, a little bit part on... Uh, the other show I'm blanking on <laughs> man I can't remember anything huh Blues Family Ties oh, oh yeah that's right because he played the drunk I think it was only on that one episode though wasn't he I don't know I think it was on a couple but I, I could be remembering wrong oh well or Bosom Buddies because like that other guy I think is just like I think he's in the business but he's not he's not fucking Tom Hanks so the final season was season 5 
And it's, it's, this is the season where Howard has been left. So let's break this down a little bit. Just one year, it comes back. You know, you have the season finale. Here's what, but here's what it says in season five. Senior year continues. So I was right. Like, they split up the senior year in two seasons. Yeah, but they don't ever say that. They just they don't say, oh, we're still seniors, by the way. Senior year just, continu- you know, continues with HIP, IHP students getting a new teacher, played by Billy Connolly. After Charlie lands a major acting gig, and he's like, "Hey, I got a new gig. Fuck you guys. I'm out of here." So this is it. So you know, the whole show is you know just one year you come back and the the main star of the show's gone, which is weird, and you've grown to like that character. You think about what a great guy he is, really good to the you know really good teacher, blah blah blah. So it turns out that. He did not give a shit about those kids because when the new teacher, Billy Connolly, I don't know what his real, what his acting name was. Billy McGregor. But, yeah. I think Billy, so, Billy Connolly might be one of those guys who always goes by the same name, Billy. Yeah, too confusing. But at the end of the first episode, he told all the students, because they were all distraught that like our favorite te- our teacher, he's just gone. That's it. He didn't even say anything to us. He just left. He told them that, oh, he wrote special individualized notes about each and every one of you so that I knew all about you guys. But meanwhile, you find out the, at the end of the episode that that was a lie, that he just fucking left. He didn't give a shit. Listen, I got a gig. This was just a job. Don't care. Well, so that makes just, like, sense to me. It. Do you want to be a teacher or do you want to be an actor? I mean, come on. Were you asking me? Because I'd rather be a teacher. Oh, you would? Yeah. Getting personal. Billy tries to personalize. Like we have an whole episode surrounding this fucking new guy, teacher guy. Yeah. Trying to kind of date. I remember, I don't know if this is true, but maybe I'm just making it up, but I remember watching reruns and being disappointed when a Billy Connolly episode was on. I liked Billy Connolly. I recall seeing some of his stand up when I was young and, and, and enjoying it. So I think I, I, I thought he was funny. Yeah, but. It- so I still watched it. What is that? It sounds like you have a guitar and you hit your whammy bar. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm multitasking. I'm, I don't know if you can hear it. Yeah, that, I'm recording I'm, my new album. So if you hear music in the background, what's going on? Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, working on a few things. I'm writing my new song. I, I'm, I'm trying to have a new hit single. Takes work. Now, by the way, they want to come up with a, the, they want to do a remake of this show. Really, head of the class. So, who do you think would but, be a who would be a good teach? Who would be the good Howard Hess? You know, the Charlie or Howard Hessman character, other than but you. you. I would think that they would try and find one of the original cast to kind of kind of have that continuation to say, "Hey, I'm the teacher now. I was the student. Now I'm the teacher. I'm taking over." It really does sound like there's a sound check going on behind you. Yeah, some these assholes vacuum all the time. <laughs> that was, it's, to me it sounds like you're backstage and the band's like warming up out there like whenever you're in an interview with like a band member and like at a con like at a you know before one of their shows you hear like the band the other bands playing in the background at the festival <laughs> that that's what sucks about this uh this post corona world where people are doing podcasts from their homes. <laughs> Where else are they doing their podcasts from? Some people have studios. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. 
We don't have studios. Yeah, I don't know if you'd get an old character. Maybe uh, it's not going to be – if it was like a remake, like a continuation, yeah, like Dennis would come back to teach her. Well, Dennis can't because he likes feet too much. So no one's going to take him. I guess. But Arvid, Arvid, yeah, comes back. Arvid could, and he was a nerd, so we could buy it. It's like, okay, he was a geek. He went to school, became a teacher. Yeah, I can see see that. But there's got to be, like, a good actor that would take over. Well, you know who would be good, but he would never do it? Matthew Mahogany. He would make a good teacher. I like to call him Matthew Mahogany. He's too big for that. He's never going to do, like, a sitcom. But he would be perfect for that role. No, if they did head of the class in 30 years, he would do it. When he's like really old, I could see him doing that. But now, no. What about James Franco? Uh, didn't he get, is he kind of disappeared? Yeah, he had some there, troubles. There's a, there's a little Me Too action with yeah, him. Yeah, he was like kind of a creep to girls. I don't, which, I don't know. Look, I'm not going to say that because I don't know any of the no, specifics. No, that's a story. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't remember yeah. what it was, but I mean, he did something where he was kind of creepy. All I heard... I think he messaged that, an underage girl or something. I know. What I heard was that he was um, possibly a little inappropriate with... He was, like, teaching acting to, in, in college. Yeah, he maybe but he, a he had some kind of messaging with, like, a 17-year-old, I think. That Yeah, I don't know anything. I don't know about that, so... What about Seth Rogen? He's clean. He, again, he's too big. Seth Rogen's great. I love him, but he's too big. He's not going to do a sitcom. You can do big people do sitcoms now. I know, but I don't see him doing it, especially a shitty one like that. Yeah, he's he's a new teacher. Yeah, he's good. Or they have a woman teacher like Lindsay Lohan. You need someone almost like Lindsay who's kind of on their way out. These other people you're naming are too big. They have too much going on but for don't them. Forget, the original out of the class. The original out of the class had Howard Hessman because he was coming off a huge show. So what show yeah, just went off the air where the actor needs a new vehicle? I don't watch a lot of sitcoms these days. I don't know what's Big Bang Theory. Maybe uh Jim Parsons. Who plays the the, ner- the nerdy guy or the other guy from Roseanne. Ooh, let's do a crossover. Actually, there already is head of the class. That there's a show called AP Bio, and it's the smart kids, and it's a dude from It's Always Sunny. Yeah, I watched like I think one episode of shit, so I didn't watch it anymore. I actually like it. I actually like the show. That's weird. But it's it's always a surprise pretty, when Mark likes something. It's pretty much an edgy head mm. of the class. Listen, hear me out. We're gonna do a show. It's gonna be like head of the class, but edgy. Yeah, and they're like, okay, let's do it. So we fast forward to the final two episodes of the program. They were on the, the, the two episode finale, June 18th. Was it like a reunion? Because I recall the um, girl Janice coming back, like, and she looked like an adult. Because when you saw her last, she looked like a little kid, and now she was like a woman. I don't know, because like I said, they don't give any, they give like one sentence. Mm. June 18th, 1991, and June 25th, 1991 were the two last episodes of the series. With a wrecking ball ready to demolish the school, the IHP class waits to find out who will be named valedictorian. Oh, they're finally getting, they're allowed to graduate. Yeah, well, it's still senior year. Got fucking beards by now. And in the final episode, the IHP class graduates as one of its own is named valedictorian. That's it. That's all the explanation. They don't even say who it was. Who was it? I don't know. There's got to be a head of the class, like, super fan website that gives more explanation Uh, to these episodes. 
Wikipedia does not offer much. It was like, and now our class valedictorian, Dennis the Foot. Whenever the fuck his last name Dennis was. the Foot Schneider. No, no, Schneider's his real name. Yeah. Foot lover Wilson. That you know those foot people, feet people are weird. Remember we it, we it knew a girl weird. who paid a who got paid by a guy? He didn't pay a dude. Yeah, like I guess she met some guy in the internet and, and like, he what is it like 50 or 75 bucks for her to come over there and he like I'm not sure what he did to her feet she didn't really but say so- but I, th- I don't think it was mostly just like he, he just like took her socks off and like sniffed them or something I don't know and plus you know what you can't trust people with things like that other things could have happened with your feet and mm-hmm. you didn't want to tell us yeah it's true because that, listen that's a dude and he's going to want to push the envelope and he's giving her money so I don't know. Some other foot action might have went on. Yeah, I I, I've never understood that, that foot. Well, I think feet are disgusting and should never be seen in public. But besides that, then, I just don't. I just don't get it. They're like they're dirty and smelly, and there's other parts to focus on. And then the flip side of it is, how naive can you know some women be? You're going over to a strange guy's house. When I say strange, I just don't mean forward. I mean, I mean strange as in a weirdo, too. I'm going to give you money to do stuff to your feet. So why don't you come over to my house by yourself? Okay. You always wonder. I don't know I don't know where this episode's going, but how people get these things where they're focusing on one body part. You know, they're in the feet or armpits or whatever, ears. Especially not the traditional body parts. Because there's the normal body parts that guys get fixated on. Yeah, no one thinks on. they're weird. Like, this guy, he likes breasts. What a weirdo. Yeah, th- that's the normal. That's the norm. Breast, there's a couple legs. body parts that, you know, it's okay. Th- breasts, ass, and legs are, like, your traditional things that you can be completely obsessed with. And, you know, no one will say think you're a weirdo. Yeah, but, you know, if you're obsessed with ankles, that's something different. Like, really, yeah, he's an ass man. But if you go, he is an elbow man. <laughs> Which... No one's ever trying to hide elbows. So if you're an elbow man, you got it made. Yeah, like There's elbows as far as I could see. If you're into to even feet, you know, girls aren't hiding their feet mostly. They're all girls are love having their feet open. Oh, oh in summertime they're in flip flops. You got it made, buddy. That's the thing. Like if you're into feet or elbows or armpits or anything that's exposed regularly, and girls like like you go on Instagram, you can't have nudity. They're not conscious about it. They're not hiding it. Yep, but so Instagram's like not taking down game. posts with feet or armpits or whatever, and they're showing it <laughs> off. And, and God's like, yes, and nobody even knows. Yeah, that's what you want. You, if you're in a vagina, how often do you see vaginas? Not that often. It'd be you know in public. It, I'm it saying would be fun if you could rearrange kind of your brain circuitry, right? Where like, listen, I love breasts and I'm fixated but you know what you can't see them in real life that often with strange people you don't know so what if I can kind of rearrange that circuitry and all of a sudden what I feel about breasts I think about eyebrows now oh my god so every time I look at a girl's eyebrows I'm like holy shit and they're totally exposed and I'm just loving it and 99.9% of girls eyebrows are exposed at all times yeah so I'm just looking at chicks' eyebrows all day, getting the same satisfaction I otherwise would for other body parts. Yep. That would be amazing. Yeah, because I hear girls now, they go, yeah, get my eyebrows waxed. I'm like, what? I've, I've never even looked oh. at anyone's eyebrows. Unless they're like, unless you're like Eugene Levy or something. 
Yeah. You know what? I t- I take care of my eyebrows. I oh. prune them. I have little scissors when they get too long. <laughs> I you know I I take care of them. Yeah, I I've, been, I've never fucking looked. At you. I couldn't even. I gave a picture of your eyebrows. I yeah. Don't care about my eyebrows. I don't care about them either. But you must but, you know, if you're putting effort health. into it. Do you think you're going to get ridiculed? Like, holy shit, look at this guy's eyebrows. No, but you know what? I'm critical of myself. You're not fucking, and you're not Bert my... from Sesame Street. You got normal eyebrows. Part of my issues, or I think I am really hyper aware of detail. So that's why I, I do a whole lot of extra grooming because, you know, I see those little details. I see that uh, for my eyebrows, like, one hair on each side gets extra long, so I have to cut that. And while I'm there, whoop, those are sticking out a little bit. So I got it. Look, I'm snipping away. Do you ever go too like, far, oh. and then like you gotta like I gotta shave them off? They look so stupid. I gotta shave them off. No, but sometimes it's like a more of a stress thing. I yank out my eyebrows with my <laughs> fingers, and so uh, like a one part is getting a little patchy. So I'm like, oh shit, you gotta stop. This is looking ridiculous. You got to keep your hands away from your face for at least like, you know, a few weeks. Let them grow in. And with that, that is head of the class. (laughs) And that's when I joined the special IPA class at Miller's Fillmore. Indian Pale L. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. I'm into IPAs. You like IPAs? Oh yeah. I like IPAs. Mm, This beer is crisp. Oh yeah. Now I'm just goofy on beer culture for no reason. Can I end the show? Yeah, you can. I'm going to keep talking, right. though, after you hang up. Yeah, yeah. You tune anyway, in the show and just be yapping. Shut it. HotshotWizKids.com, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Tell a friend about IPAs. Thank you.